0: Welcome to Cat's Crypto Peepcast. Revealing reviews, titillating tech talk, never, ever financial advice. Just a heads up, this episode is over a week old. It was recorded on September 9th. I've been playing a little catch up with editing but it's still relevant and the content is still good. So here it goes. Hello everyone and welcome to Cat's Crypto Peepcast. I'm Catherine Jenkins and I'm here with Batman. Hello Batman.
1: Howdy folks.
0: Today is September 9th, 2022 and this is episode number 10. So we'll get into some crypto prices. The top five are Bitcoin, Ethereum, Tether, USDC, and BNB. Bitcoin is at $21,265. Ethereum is at $1,720. BNB is at $291. Solana is at $34.72. Polygon is at $0.88. And we have had... Over the past seven days, you can see we had a big dump, and now we've had um, a pretty big pump. Uh, so, what do you? What are your thoughts on that, Batman?
1: Uh, it's kangaroo market. <laughs> it's kangaroo think. market, like, yeah. Like it just <laughs> bottoms out out of nowhere to ridiculous levels, and then the next day, you're like immediately up fifteen percent. <laughs> yeah, and, <laughs> and it's uh, funny. It's, it's wonky stuff.
0: Yeah. It's funny uh referring to like the prices that we're at now as a pump too when you look like at the long term. Um this but yeah. like one
1: big epic dump. <laughs> <since> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly.
0: But you, uh, but you yeah. gotta take the
1: little wins, I guess.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'll take it, I guess. Um so yeah, that's where we are today as far as prices. So, everyone, it's time to slip on your maid uniforms because we're gonna do some housekeeping. Um, so firstly, uh, as far as, uh, catch crypto peep show VIP room, um, the OG VIP peep role, it's, it went bye-bye. If you didn't take advantage of it, then you should be very sad because all of the OGs have been locked in forever. Um, you can still join the VIP room, of course, and get your VIP role. That's not going away. The price hasn't changed yet. Um, not foreshadowing, uh, but yeah, the price is the same, but the OG roll is gone. You can just get your VIP roll. Um, so yeah, that ended yesterday on September eighth. Mm-hmm. Um, and with
1: inflation, you never know about the pricing, so you should lock <laughs> it in
0: now. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, uh, yeah. We're gonna have a lot um, of rate
1: hikes potentially. Who knows?
0: Yeah. See, the OGs, they they get that opening price forever. Um, but mm-hmm. now, if you join, you know, you're just at the mercy of my you know, my mood, because I could change the price anytime. (laughs) (laughs) My mood and, like, my financial situation, I guess. (laughs) Um, But all jokes aside, yeah, uh, OG VIP peep roll is no more. Um, Next up, tonight we have our very first VIP pizza night. Um, And this is something else that's going to evolve as the VIP room evolves. Um, And as, uh, like, a a symbol of that, uh, Batman and I will be having, well, I'm going to be having... Uh, bagel pizzas or pizza bagels rather um, you know the miniature ones that you get in the frozen section what kind of pizza are you having tonight Batman
1: um I I upgraded I am going to do bagel bites oh you're doing bagel bites okay fancy tonight
0: yeah I wanted to get the bagel bites brand but I uh I had to settle for well I guess it's it's an upgrade it's the Annie's the Annie's pizza bagels yeah that's all they had of course, it's more expensive. Like I wanted to get like forty of the motherfuckers, but I had to get like <laughs> nine of them. But Dude, that Annie
1: I, stuff is like premium stuff right there.
0: It's really not bad. Like I've been eating that stuff for years. Like the macaroni and cheese, and the oh my god, they have those um bunny grams. You, you know, Teddy grams. Oh, like yes, Annie's yep. has their own, and they have like the the multi. You know, like the um the tie dye looking ones. They're like <laughs> vanilla and chocolate together and shit Dude, like that. Think, so but that good. stuff is
1: better than Goldfish.
0: Oh yeah, totally. I'll fucking eat some goldfish if I have to, but Annie's, yeah, like the cheddar bunnies and stuff. Mm, Annie's stuff is really good. good. Even like the canned food, like they got like, oh man. Yeah, no,
1: there's there's soups and stuff, amazing.
0: Yeah, it's like good quality stuff, good ingredients. Annie's has been on point for a long time. So yeah, I guess I I started off kind of clowning on Annie's, but maybe those fucking pizza (laughs) bagels are gonna be good.
1: i'm sure it will
0: be <laughs> yeah and i also got um a frozen pizza too uh it's one of those cauliflower ones the cauliflower i guess it's like a cauliflower ca- crust i don't know if i guess has flour in it too i don't know how they make that fucking crust but it's a cauliflower um margarita pizza that so i'm pizza i'm fucking pizza up <laughs> so i don't know i get we got to go like way up from here honestly i got like some bougie fucking pizza stuff but we have big plans for fucking pizza night. If, if we grow the community, um, I'm not going to leak the alpha. But yeah, P- uh, Batman knows what I want to do with pizza nights in the future. So we're starting out with b- the bottom at Bagel Bites. And we're going to end up at the top with my my secret pizza secret, night yeah. plans. <laughs> Gold foil pizza. <laughs> yeah. Yes, exactly. Um, okay. And also... Okay, well, the last thing I have for housekeeping is to just please leave us a review wherever you're listening to my voice right now. It really helps us get the word out about the podcast um, and brings more people to our community overall. So we really appreciate that.
1: But only if it's a five-star review, right?
0: Yeah, only if it's, you know, if you don't want to leave a five-star review, basically, fuck you. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Please leave an honest review. If you hate the podcast, like uh, maybe don't leave a review and just like, Get in touch with me and let me know why you hate it.
1: <laughs> just slide into your DMs.
0: Yeah, but honestly, just leave any review that you would like. But if you have some negative feedback for for us, honestly, you know, we'll take it in person. That's all good. Um, okay, so and we can move on to what's hot today. Um, and we do have quite a bit of stuff to talk about. And we can start off with what has been really hot in our little bubble of solana nfts which is um the abc derivatives now we talked about abc and Hadeswap swap and hge the owner we talked about all that last week mm-hmm. on the peepcast and i don't know when these i guess the derivatives had to have been around for the entire couple of weeks that abc huh? has been out right S-
1: surprisingly not as much it just like took okay. off randomly um
0: yeah like over the past few like few several days yeah and i think
1: hge can be somewhat to blame for that um in in some ways because he he did offer he did like such a huge thing he was like yeah um any project that wants to do something with abc you have free reign to do that right we're not going to call you out so of course like derivatives popped up overnight Right and then by an insane amount. Like I think there are like well over a couple hundred derivatives now, and they keep popping up nonstop. So if you have like any of these launch my NFT scanners, um, you literally see like an ABC derivative every every couple of minutes.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, because so kind of funny. ABC is like a super. I'm getting the impression that it's like really decentralized. Like it's it's he's kind of. I mean, would you agree that he's he's aiming to make it like a really decentralized type of um project
1: yeah he's definitely living up to the the values and the mantras he's said so far um because yeah. i mean he's trying to create a layer two decentralized thing for NFTs. so right it makes sense why he would not go after projects that are seeking to like profit off of their name
0: yeah exactly he's like if you you know any any project that yeah, like we'll pull partner with anyone, basically, is what he's saying.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, like, like there's he, no
0: he, one deciding like this project is worthy or that de- this project isn't worthy.
1: Yeah, so I mean, I think that's cool. Um He and he he not only did that, but he's like extending a massive olive branch out to these projects. Mm-hmm. Um And he he'll do like a full on partnership. And he was like, "Yeah, the ABC holders will be behind your project if you're yeah. also going to support ABC." And that kind of started this new sub DAO meta where the project will release a collection specifically for this other DAO. So like if we launched a project and called it like Project A and it did well, it sold out, we partnered with ABC, our next drop will only be for like ABC holders.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and he really likes that. And he's been partnering with projects that are doing that right now. Mm -hmm. so i think it's like beneficial for both parties because yeah abc gets utility because they get like this free mint um and then this project that uh is using their likeness also gets gets a benefit because you got like this huge influx of these really really uh rich investors now especially since abc's pumping
0: yeah so we've gotten all these derivatives as a result of that basically yeah a lot of people Um, are trying to
1: capture that but I don't think a lot of them are going to get partnered because they're just like crap.
0: (laughs) Yeah. It's like any other derivative uh, kind of time period or derivative days or whatever you want to call them. Like there's been a lot of degenments, a lot of low supply, Mm -hmm. um, a lot. Like you can't really tell which one's going to do good and which one isn't.
1: (laughs) I actually Um, have not seen derivatives to this degree. Like even with mm -hmm. D-Gods and their gambling meta, like, yeah, a lot of stuff were popping up. But literally with ABC derivatives, I was seeing stuff pop up like every single minute mm-hmm so uh, this it's pretty wild to see what uh, hge caused
0: yeah totally okay so next up um binance is removing support of usdc which is a very large uh stable coin um it's the one that i i kind of prefer usdc um but i i do like their binance's uh, binance stablecoin as well which is busd and that's pretty much why they're um, removing these others is because they have their own um so they will be they've said that they're converting all investments that are in usdc usdp and tusd over to busd on september 29th um did you have anything that you wanted to say about that, Batman?
1: No, I, I actually thought that was quite profound, that he was doing that. Um, mm-hmm. CZ's really, like, pushing the Binance ecosystem like crazy with, with a move like this. Um, oh, for sure. And I'm all for it, honestly. I like, BUSD.
0: Oh, I like so BUSD. I a lot. Um, yeah, I have no problem with it.
1: So I'm I'm actually happy to see this happen. Because yeah. <laughs> most of the time, all of my USDC is usually in BUSD. Yeah. So it's... Uh, Say uh happy surprise.
0: Yeah, it's all good. Whatever. Um then we also had this week the much anticipated Utes. Oh, and much delayed. Let's not forget that. Yes. Ute's mint. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so Utes was delayed twice? Was delayed twice, right? Yeah. And then um... it, it finally happened on fucking Labor Day in the middle of the night, right?
1: <laughs> yep.
0: Yeah, because, you know, that's the best time to have a mint. Um, And it was a shit show. It uh, did not work very well, technically. Um, A lot of people just weren't able to mint. I I think, did everyone eventually be, was everyone that was Ute listed, were they eventually able to mint? Do you know?
1: I think so, yes. Um, Okay. It just took a long time. Like, they even had to delay the public round and everything. Mm -hmm. Um, I think... A few times because they were having so many weird issues that you would think a project that's well worth over a hundred million dollars would not have <laughs> these are I really almost basic get, problems
0: I, I almost get like angry when you say that thinking about like well no because they're not competent <laughs> <laughs> yeah no. <laughs> i mean if i could be wrong uh maybe they're competent and just everything they do makes them look like they're not competent and they're just totally unlucky and, you know, everything that's publicly happening around them and, you know, within their project um, makes them look incompetent. Um, so, yeah, they, they didn't obviously test enough. So they had a bug that first delayed uh, the mint, which they said it was going to be delayed 24 hours, but it was more than 24 hours. And then when the mint actually happened, um, they had more technical issues. Um, yeah. And it's a, a unrevealed mint. So everyone's everyone's gotten their they're tubes now is what they're called and the mm-hmm. price the prices did well uh do you know what actually i didn't check the floor price before we started this it's you know
1: 130 it soul right now
0: it's 130 sole, and it was a uh well it was a 375 dust um mint uh which do you know what the dollar amount was at the time or is the sole um, amount rather? I would say the sole shoot.
1: amount. I want, I want to say was like around 30 soul per mint. Okay,
0: so around 30 sole per mint. So that's good. Um, the price is holding up well. Uh, the price of dust, however, it has not held up well, which we'll talk more about that later. I think we'll, we'll come back around to that. Um, but as far as the mint, yeah, that's that's what happened. Um, and there was something just funny aside while the mint was like being delayed they tweet, so someone on the team or yeah, I think it was someone on the team tweeted out about the air conditioning being broken at their headquarters <laughs> and what temperature it was inside the headquarters. It was like 88 Fahrenheit inside of their headquarters while they were trying to fix all this shit. And I just thought that was funny. And I was like, what, like no one gives a shit. But then someone else tweeted uh, under me, they were like, or I, okay, so I start to, I sarcastically responded I'm so glad that you let us know the temperature inside the headquarters. I was going to ask about that. And you came forth with that alpha, something along those lines. And then the guy under me was smarter and he was like, actually I was more interested in the time that the maintenance guy was going to show up. <laughs> <laughs> and he's totally right. Like, cause that could have been like a huge indicator of when the fucking mint was actually going to progress.
1: <laughs> right? Or if we're going to get more delays. <laughs>
0: right. Exactly. Exactly. Which God. that was something they did mention as well as when the maintenance guy was coming. But um, you got you got to
1: give them some credit. Like as, as far as like the launch goes, I, I think it's still considered a success despite all the, mm-hmm. uh, the delays and whatnot. Because I mean they did achieve over six million volume, in less yeah, than twenty four hours. Yeah, um, please
0: don't uh, let me uh, overshadow those things. Because yeah, I'm just salty.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, no, it, it like it's impressive. Um, I probably would have had major major, Romo. Because mm-hmm. if I got useless, I wouldn't have minted at all.
0: Obviously, yeah then, me either which we were both rejected by the way
1: yeah, yeah so <laughs> i'm happy i didn't get it
0: <laughs> <laughs> we were rejected at the last minute because you know who knows we may have uh bought dust while we were waiting for our applications yeah. and that's another thing about this whole thing um the whole Ute list thing was completely like manipulative for dust
1: oh yeah no 100 percent.
0: the um waiting to give everyone their status at the last minute um oh yeah
1: no he just didn't want people to dump it <laughs>
0: yeah put, putting people on wait lists so that they would hold their dust um all of that and then not to mention the whole process that it was supposed to originally be to keep people from whitelist grinding or to to do away with whitelist grinding this um this scholarship platform that they built out like the application process and then they like threw that out the window and had people be clowns on twitter in order to in order to be approved like drinking beer and shit out of shoes and having like multiple multiple engagement farming tweets asking people to show other people to show themselves or why they should get mm-hmm. list. it's like why would you have this if you already had in place an application process where you ask people to send screenshots and, and links and things of and you know um, explain why that they thought that they would be good for the community
1: yeah, no, I, I think it's it was definitely one big lie about them looking at all the applications. Because mm-hmm. um, I think it was Frank or someone else on the team was like, yeah, we didn't even go through all the applications. But then one delay later, you went through all like 100,000. <laughs> like, yeah, that, that didn't happen. That definitely no, didn't
0: No, especially not with the, just the way that they operate to begin with. I mean, oh, if we were, yeah, no. if we were a little bit, they had brought on, um, what's, what's the guy's name? Was it John Lay? Fuck. oh man it was some
1: the, the artist guy yeah it was something I- similar to that
0: oh if i'm getting that wrong i'm sorry um but he he left because he was pissed off with how they how like he they he uh, drove an hour was one example and frank was the one that came forth with this information um so i mean you know uh, i guess credit to frank for for saying what happened Um, but so the guy like drove an hour to the Utes or to the D D God's headquarters to have a meeting with them. And then like Frank and those guys just, they decided that they were doing something else. And so they totally blew off the meeting with the, this guy who was going to be like their creative, their art director, what have you. Um, so he quit. He was like these, my impression is he's like, these guys are a joke, (laughs) (laughs) you know? Um, but you know, you have... This this project has a lot of loyalty, and a lot of people uh, basically dick ride Frank and think that he's uh, God and everything. So all these delays and all of this clown nonsense gets overlooked. Mm-hmm. So, but, you um, know, that's fine too. I mean, yeah. I would I would love it if I could make all the mistakes in the world, and people would you know still think that I'm amazing, and I <laughs> do every do no wrong. You know. Yeah, I.
1: You know, I I think the art director getting blown off like that feeds into this opinion I have regarding Utes Mm -hmm. Um, and, like, the more ulterior motive, I guess, Frank and his team may have regarding um, Utes and, like, raising capital because this this Mm kind of goes into Dust Labs. Okay. Well, let's do it.
0: Let's just just cover it all then. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So, like, um, I think the only reason that they got rid of the, they they had the creative director got got him like thrown out basically was because they never cared about the art and whatnot they just cared mm. about the price of dust mhm um, and making it seem like they're a highly valued asset mhm so when they do go to like all these VCs and companies they'll be like hey look at this we have this token with what is it like 60,000 holders or something something insane uh, 40,000 holders now um <laughs> We have this, this token with this huge backing, it's at this price, it's at this market cap. Um, and they just use that, I think, to secure offers for mm-hmm. their V C round. Um yeah. and Utes was pretty much just a vehicle to get them there.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that would make sense.
1: Um that that's my conspiracy theory. <laughs> seems like an
0: educated assumption yeah yeah and i'm just going
1: off of what i've seen like in the stock market typically when you have like these pump and dump schemes with like biotech stocks Mm -hmm. or even like gamestop or bed bath and beyond if anyone's followed that they go to this wild price right they're trading like two three four maybe even 10x what they should normally be trading it because it's like a worthless stock and then they do an offering um Mm -hmm. to secure more capital at that wildly high price that has no reason being um, right and to me this this seemed eerily similar to something like that where they pumped this asset that has no reason being valued at whatever high point it hit i think it was what, what was the all-time high on it like i'm um, not sure i don't remember i think it was like almost four dollars i think it had like 390
0: and um, that's recently right like it didn't it wasn't above that in the past like around six dollars or so um well
1: in the past i think it did go well over six dollars i think mm-hmm. the but this most recent was, like, pump <laughs> yeah the most recent <laughs> pump yeah um it has no reason even when it was trading at six dollars that was like pure hype it had no reason to be there yeah um but here i think it hit around like 390 and this is a token like mind you that has zero utility outside of the mm-hmm. mint like yeah outside of the mint it has nothing it actually
0: it. um yeah some people have just because it's been it's been like the reward token for staking d gods so it's been like a, a badge to show like how long you've held your d gods like yeah. if you have this big bag of dust it's just like a big a big dick extension basically yeah. <laughs> and this
1: entire Utes thing was like exit liquidity for them and yeah. a really 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 sweet deal for the vcs that came on board
0: exactly yeah
1: because uh like like if if we did mint utes, we'd be buying at the top but these vcs they didn't get that top valuation they got something like way sweeter than that they got like the of average course. price over and like, it's so not
0: disclosed is it the did they disclose the exact the f- amount? valuation oh man i thought it was
1: like 50 50 between equity in the company and then the remaining amount in dust mm-hmm. i think um which is still like a lot of money like Mm -hmm. this token does not have the liquidity to support that kind of exit i don't think
0: so some of the or i don't know if this is all of them but they tweeted about it um they've made their big announcement about dust was that they raised a strategic round of seven million to build out the dust ecosystem and um the some of the vcs or investors on here were chapter one foundation capital magic eden hello moon Big Brain Holdings, Unlock Venture Partners, Metaplex, FTX Ventures, jump what's that Jump Capital or something?
1: Uh, I yeah, I is. believe so. Yeah.
0: Okay, Jupiter, Hyperspace, Solana Ventures, Mistin Labs, and Symbol. So that's pretty fucking impressive. Um, honestly, that's that's quite the lineup of investors oh, for yeah, no, Dust for sure. Labs. Yeah. Um, so you know, I'm not gonna fade that. Um, But yeah, it's just. uh... (laughs) Yeah, but I mean, if you're
1: if you're a dust holder right now, you got to be really, really naive to think that something good is going to come your way (laughs) because it's. I feel like it's not. I feel like you are going to be used. If you weren't exit liquidity before, you're one hundred percent exit liquidity. You're definitely
0: exit liquidity now. Um, And now you're
1: exit liquidity to VCs that dumped a crap ton of money into that ecosystem.
0: Exactly, and so there was a raffle um, for. The wait, it was originally supposed to be for the waitlisted uh, who were who were forced to not forced, but the waitlisters were like designated bag holders of dust because they had to wait around for this raffle to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, so they got dumped on uh, if they did hold. And then I believe and I think that this could, maybe was rectified. I don't have all of the, the details of it, but um, it was supposed to be for waitlisted. But then it was a public raffle for like everyone for Utes um <laughs> so. Yeah, so i
1: mean a lot of people got screwed over big time
0: yeah but i think they did some type of they did something they refunded or they did something to rectify that but how the fuck did they even happen in the first place yeah I I, i'm not really sure yeah, um, I, I think the
1: entire process was like yeah it was it was successful but when you really think about it like entire process was actually really really messed up i feel so many um,
0: so many yeah and, so a, many and a lot of like dead wrong. god
1: there are a lot of people that bought dead gods during the mint. Cause if you, if you had a dead God, right, I think you got one mint associated with that NFT. So mm-hmm. what people did was they minted their utes if they held a dead God, and then they listed it on secondary, like they listed their dead God on secondary. Um, and then there were a few that got scooped up, but that dead God already minted their youth. So they were like out of luck. So they just paid a premium on this dead God for nothing. Yeah, and they didn't really do a good job at all to um to highlight that was happening, or to highlight like which NFTs actually don't have a use tied to it. So
0: there's another thing that no one really spoke about that I that I saw was happening was people that were waitlisted originally got moved to or people that were approved got moved to waitlisted or people that were waitlisted got moved to like denied. something something happened like that, um and no one was really talking about it, but. I, I'm not really backing that up really well, am I? But yeah, it's just like add to the list of things that, that seem to go wrong during this whole process. Um, what Have we left anything out about this? Oh, so they did have an AMA uh, yesterday that I caught the very the very end of uh, mm-hmm. about Dust Labs and the future. But what I understand... Is that they didn't really say anything. They didn't disclose. (laughs) They didn't disclose like what the utility of dust will be in the future or anything of that nature. Uh, Which you know maybe you know for legal reasons they aren't going to say now. So I don't think there's really much to be taken away from that.
1: I think the one thing that you could take away though is that dust is an extremely, extremely bearish asset right now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like it's it, it, it's not it, it's sad how true that is because they yeah. they said that they're not going to prop up dust at all, like the price for legal reasons. Mm-hmm. Um, there is pretty much no utility for dust outside of the mint, and this there's, dust no, benefit yeah, D-Gods no.
0: there's yeah, no benefit no. to d gods either. There's no benefit to d gods holders aside um, from
1: the uh, staking reward, but. That to right. me is not really a utility if you think about it. <laughs>
0: right. So, this, this, the, you know, their new announcement isn't going to benefit D-God's holders. It's not really benefiting dust holders. Mm-mm. Um, it's just, so, Dust yeah.
1: Labs is basically just a $7 million venture to find out what they should do about <laughs> dust. Um, <laughs> right. So, like, short term, dust has nothing going for it. So I, I probably yeah. wouldn't invest at all. I think it's going to go way lower um, in the interim. Mm-hmm. And the yeah. one thing that irked me a bit was Frank originally said that all the dust that they get from Utes won't be sold off at all, right? Didn't he say that? I'm not sure. Yeah, I, th- I thought he said that quite a few times, like the dust rays won't be sold out. But then with this this uh, VC venture, right? Um, all the dust that they did sell to the VCs came from the Utes Mint. Mm-hmm. So I mean they basically just that I mean that that's pretty much that I think that bolsters the fact that I was or or that point I was trying to make with them using Utes to get a valuation for dust labs
0: and that's Makes why they sense.
1: they said that um like, you know all those people that were waitlisted could technically get in still on the raffle because they didn't want them to sell because that messes up their valuation
0: <laughs> exactly yeah
1: yeah, dude so I, I think the entire thing was a bit scummy.
0: And uh, I'm not sure where we are market cap-wise on D-Gods and Utes as far as, like, how much uh, of the ecosystem it takes up in Solana. Do you, Have you looked at those numbers? Oh, yeah, no. After like all this? It's the
1: entire ecosystem. So um, D-Gods is at $182 million market cap, and Utes <laughs> is already at $72 <laughs> <That's crazy. million. laughs> Okay. So, yeah, it, it takes up a lot.
0: It takes up a lot. And, you know, I'm sure, like, if – there's some people that would listen to us going about this and be like, what fucking assholes? Because really there's, there's some like diehard supporters out there uh, for Oh yeah, for no, You could get canceled for saying the things we're saying. No, right you now. totally could. But you know, I, 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 I've actually, it. yeah, someone's got to say it. Like I actually really, I liked Frank uh, and I like Frank. I, I don't really dislike Frank, um, but I have like hangups from being in the past part of like, uh, pyramid schemes and, like, um, network marketing and kind of, like, cult, like, personal development, um, uh, what do you call it? Just, like, groups, like, masterminds and stuff like that. So, when I see this type of, like, cult positivity with, without logic <laughs> type shit, um, this, like, blind following, uh, I don't like it and it, it's, the the ecosystem it there's such a high cost to entry now uh high yeah like price to entry barrier to entry rather uh and yeah this whole thing was really to benefit the people that were already in and it, there was a little bit of a spin to like change other people's lives um mm. which i never really liked because it wasn't true um and you know kind of to you know uh prop up my own ego a little bit like we have the peep show welfare which is like our own and it wasn't really inspired by utes or anything like that it was it, w- it was born out of like how i wanted to do something for people who wanted to join our private community like our private alpha community the IP room who maybe couldn't afford it right mm-hmm. um and so we offer you know, one, one person a month, we offer a month free and we give them $25 in crypto to do whatever, to use it with the alpha that they get or to pay for the following month or to just fucking buy food or whatever. Um, so if you contrast that with the Ute scholarship where there's nothing in there, uh, actually I don't even ask, uh, there's a question in our audition, which is our questionnaire for everyone who enters VIP, whether they want the scholarship, whether they want the welfare or not. And it asks, like, what do you think you could bring to the community? But the rest of it is not focused on that at all. It's to find out what kind of values you have as a person, Uh, you know, whether you realize it when you're asking the questions or not. Mm -hmm. Um, But everything on the scholarship was about what can you do for us? Would you agree?
1: Yeah, no, I I definitely agree with that.
0: Yeah, so that was one thing. It was like, what can you do for us? Like, What can you do for the community? And then... They just throw that out of the window, and it becomes Twitter engagement uh, contest. So, like, who is that really benefiting? Yeah, no, it's uh, just
1: benefiting them and their valuation. Yeah, yeah, I don't think they really cared about the community ever.
0: Yeah. So all mm-hmm. that is to say, uh, these are my views, are partly because I'm I'm not a holder you know, I've not, I've, I've only held dust as like a utility token for raffles and shit in the past. Like I'm not part of, the, I'm not part of the ecosystem. I'm not a holder. I'm not in their community. Um, I only like socialize with these people here and there. So this is like coming from my own, my own views, my own past, my own hangups, what have you. Um, and I see like Frank is a good person, but he's also like, fucking 22 years old or something. And you know, like I've just seen this shit before and. You Know, yeah, just, no, I, I agree. He's successful, he's like he's very successful. He's young, and I've just seen it before in like pyramids games. Honestly, that's that's the long and short of it. And I'm just fucking old and jaded, I guess.
1: <laughs> yeah, it, 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 it might be like one of those safe moon type deals, you know, where they're yeah, heralded as like this great um changer to the ecosystem, but then yeah, in a couple months' time, you find out, or maybe not a couple months' time, but maybe like after like a year or so, you find out, you know, these guys actually were all con artists.
0: Exactly, con artists. God, you didn't, I didn't say it, but that's what all this shit has been (laughs) in my past. It's been a bunch of fucking snake oil salesmen, con artists, just getting rich off of other people and just getting them excited, thinking that they're going to fucking get rich too. Mm -hmm. And that's not always the case. Uh, No, uh, you know, congrats to everyone who has gotten rich though. I I mean, like (laughs) like we're not saying that you can't make
1: money off of this (laughs) stuff, but don't marry the project at all. Yes. Yes. Please. Don't, uh, don't give into the. Cult.
0: Don't. Yeah. It's just keep your emotions separate from this stuff. Okay. You, yeah.
1: Yeah. No, I agree. <laughs> <laughs> okay.
0: And and maybe I should maybe I should do the same, right? But uh, yeah. Please just protect your uh, protect your, your emotions and <laughs> this type of stuff. Um, <laughs> we should probably move on. Is there anything else you think we've left out about youths?
1: No, I think uh, we definitely drove our points home.
0: <laughs> okay. <laughs> Okay, well, next up in what's hot, GameStop. Speaking of fucking frenzies and emotions and whatnot. Cults. Yeah, my God. Let's talk about the GameStop cult. Um, they have partnered with FTX. Um, they have been uh, doing things to get into crypto. Let's see. They launched an NFT marketplace, GameStop, and they launched a wallet with the help of Immutable X. So now they have a partnership with FTX. Uh, So I'm reading from Cointelegraph here. In a Wednesday statement, the gaming retailer noted that the new partnership will introduce GameStop's customers into the FTX ecosystem, including its marketplaces for digital assets, while also seeing the retailer become FTX's preferred retail partner in the United States. I don't even know what that means. So they have, what the fuck? They have some type of fucking partnership. Okay, the partnership will also see certain GameStop retail stores carrying FTX gift cards.
1: Yeah, I mean, that partnership came out like way out of left field. I did not see that coming. <laughs>
0: right, okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean
1: Sam, I think is Sam Bankman-Fried, the CEO of FT. I think he's just dipping his fingers in literally everything. <laughs>
0: okay, yeah, well, I mean, there you go. So that's that's been in the news this week. Um, another thing that's hot is we had a very fun AMA with Karen Jerzyk of Average Creatures, which is an Ethereum NFT project. And actually, when you see my like robot princess um, in the kitchen avatar everywhere. That's an average creature, NFT. And she is just, she's an artist. She's a photographer. She's just so cool to talk with. And um, that the recording is up as, as we're speaking right now. The recorded space is on Twitter and I'll be getting that up as a podcast as well which will be episode number nine, I believe, right before this one. So, yeah, we we did that on Wednesday, and that was a lot of fun. So, if you're listening to this, definitely listen to that. Um, The U.S. Treasury is being sued by six users of Tornado Cash for their blacklisting and sanctioning of Tornado Cash. Um, And this is being funded... By Coinbase, actually, they're they're bankrolling this lawsuit. Um, so yeah, that's been that's big news in crypto. So um, they were sanctioned because the U.S. Treasury uh, stated that <laughs> some bad actors were some state sponsored bad actors were using it to wash funds. So it's now blacklisted by the treasury off the Treasury's Office of Foreign Assets control the OFAC uh, and this happened in August
1: well, I mean I think it's good that that uh Coinbase is is fighting for them
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah um,
1: I think that's good for the crypto ecosystem it, it tells me that Coinbase's values are actually you know true to to crypto
0: which is nice uh because yeah, Coinbase nice is fucking that. huge yeah <laughs> <laughs> the only thing that I, I kind of wanted to steal from Wendy or something that she said was that if you know if we're gonna have something in the future like a CBDC, um, that we're gonna have to have privacy things like this anyway because mm-hmm. if we have this like centralized digital currency, do we really want everyone being able to see what everyone has doing with their money all of the time? There's gonna have to be some type of privacy, and just because, just because they're I mean we should be going after the bad actors themselves, not not punishing everyone who uses or would use Tornado Cash. That that really doesn't logically make any sense.
1: Um, yeah, no, I, I think so. And I think that Coinbase made a pretty interesting argument where us not being able to use something like Tornado Cash is almost going against the First Amendment. Um, mm-hmm. And it kind of does make sense. Like He used an example where, um, if I'm remembering correctly, I, th- I, I think... Um, this is like the security analyst over at Coinbase. Um, mm-hmm. I forget his his first name, but his, his last name is Almeida, which is kind of funny, like the Almeida Research. Oh, right. But he, he he said that he made a donation to Ukraine using Tornado Cash. So I mean, yeah. I think that was a really good example of how it can be used for good, and it's also yeah. even a better example of how um, blocking something like that is actually going against your First Amendment rights.
0: Yeah, it is. And then there's something about the. And I'm gonna, probably going to fuck this up, but like, I think it's the fifth amendment, like uh, not incriminating yourself or some shit like that. <laughs> that's, that's like another, um, there are other, it's a like freedom of speech, the first amendment. And then there's the, the fifth amendment. So good stuff. I'm, I'm happy to see it. Uh, I'm glad actually, um, that this isn't just like a closed book. I think it's good. I think it's pretty
1: good that you got these big institutions and companies that are, trying to really support crypto you know they're not just saying it for for the sake of saying it they're they're actually practicing what they they preach absolutely um and j even was saying like stable coins could be the future so i mean even he's on board mm-hmm. uh right now it's really only the sec which is kind of hindering things which is mm-hmm. kind of funny because like the the head of the sec gary Gensler. Literally taught blockchain classes.
0: I know. <laughs> so it's like <laughs> yeah.
1: the one dude who everyone thought was going to be the hero for crypto is like the one guy that's stopping everything.
0: Exactly. <laughs> it's Jesus like, what Christ. are you doing, dude? Yeah, <laughs> come on. Uh, well, speaking of Jay Powell, he spoke this week at Cato Institute's, what is it, the monetary conference. Um, and he said something along the lines, which has become like his quote of his speech that he was going to raise rates until the job gets done or something like that, yeah. talking about um, overcoming inflation, I suppose.
1: Yeah, it was kind of funny actually listening to that speech because when he first started, I think he started like nine, around 9.10 and yeah. ESTR time in the morning. And as soon as he started, it was like super hawkish. Everything was bearish. Everything was going down. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like midway, he like changes tone, <laughs> <laughs> uh, which is the classic J-Pow pump uh-huh um, like always happens it starts going down as soon as he speaks then he starts pumping the market after <laughs> after his friends load up um, right right yeah, yeah, and, yeah and uh he he basically was saying you know all those um all that like balance sheet reduction which is supposed to be like 90 billion per month now yeah that that may happen which technically means it's not gonna happen for quite some time Hmm. um but that's that's an, ine- an inevitable thing. I think you you have to have that at some point. But he said that that's not going to happen, and that pumped the markets like crazy, because mm-hmm. that's that's a lot of liquidity that's not going to uh, to uh, essentially leave the market just yet.
0: Yeah, for sure. Is that's so, the pump we're seeing now, right?
1: Yeah, no, that's a pretty big pump right now because uh, mm-hmm. he wasn't he was really hawkish. Then he became not as hawkish at the end, and I guess markets really like that. Uh, But next week should be interesting. Next week should be really volatile.
0: And why is that?
1: Um, It's this event called quad witching. So there's usually like triple witching. But um, uh, the the third Friday of September, there's something called quad witching. So you have so much liquidity and options that need to be like rolled over to the future. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And in order to do that, institutions sell off their risky assets and if the, if any of them hold crypto, like that's literally the riskiest asset you can have. So they yeah. they may sell stuff like that. They may sell tech stocks. Um, mm-hmm. They may sell right now semiconductor stocks just because there's a lot of uncertainty there mm. uh, with with producing these chips, and they do that to uh, purchase these further dated contracts. So a lot of um, equi- or sorry liquidity could expire and shift places next Friday. So I expect some kind of volatility going into that.
0: Interesting, glad you yeah. mentioned that. Um, okay, so something else that's hot, <laughs> because, so I mentioned this at the, at the beginning of the week um, in my What's Coming Up newsletter. Um, and I was looking forward to it as the unveiled their mint on Solana, their NFT mint. It was yesterday and they use a launch pad called NukePad. Have you mm. ever heard of this launch pad before?
1: Yes. And I oh. do have some things to say about that. There's some sketch stuff going on.
0: All right, tell us spill it.
1: Um well it's all it's all hearsay for now. Okay. But um basically there could be some level of insider trading that going on there mm. where they accidentally or um, on purpose purge whitelist spots and then they give it to their own wallets. <laughs> oh my God. Um, and then, then they bought wallets. the shit out of it? <laughs> yes. And they, they could do that too. Um, yeah, It's basically like what was happening over at the what was it? hide. Was it the Hydra launch pad? Yeah, the Hydra launch Hydra, pad. Hydra, but there yeah. they were selling spots. Here the team, I think, is actively doing some really, really sketchy stuff behind the scenes. and So yeah, their, they can't be fucking
0: shit up more than once. I figured they were new and that's why they fucked this up. So they just do it all the time? They just fuck all the mints up?
1: Um. Well, I mean, it's still like a fairly new one. Um, uh-huh.
0: But but what? I guess what I'm asking is, do you know if they, they've done this to other launches before?
1: I mean, it's very well possible if they've had other launches that they've Okay, that. gotcha. So, so this, so whole, this is just this a this theory. This like speculation, yeah. 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 Um, but it makes a lot of sense because <laughs> uh, they do have hold a lot of power to do that. I mean, they literally right. control the whitelists.
0: So, but there's been like no facts. But, you know, my understanding is one one thing is that you didn't have to have a whitelist, which I don't think that that's true because I was whitelisted and I still couldn't.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, because they messed it up.
0: Yeah, and another thing that I heard was that they mixed together, which I also don't think is true, they mixed together the OG and the whitelist, but I couldn't, I tried to mint just for the hell of it during the OG round, and I couldn't mint during the OG round. Um, The result of this mint, uh, long story short, is that people that were whitelisted could not mint, uh, people that were (laughs) OG could not mint, um, but a bunch of bots could uh so it got really bought it (laughs) it got cooked really really badly and then so it sold out quickly and the team was basically like number one they haven't said that they're going to do any type of um compensation or rectify the situation for the whitelist white listers at all they're going to airdrop the ogs um but they have not the og and the brave list or whatever but they haven't done that um i think we're we're well over 24 hours after and The royalties are still showing as 98%. I don't know if they're actually 98%. So it's just, and, and throughout this, the fucking clown of an owner of this project has been saying shit like, well, look at what happened with D Godson when they first started out. It sold out in a second, and people that you know, people that were whitelisted admit or missed it. And now look at what Frank is doing, and just saying the dumbest fucking shit that you should not be saying to your community. While well, you, your whole community that's built up the hype for this project up until that moment got screwed over, and a bunch of fucking botters were the ones that benefited from this. Um, so their botted fucking mint. Uh, it pumped to like. So, the OGs were 0.5 mint price. The whitelist was 0.66 Solana mint price. It pumped to, I think, around 2.8 Sol. And now it's dumped down to last time. Last time I looked this today, it was around 1.5 Sol. So, it opened really high and then dumped to shit. Cause I mean, you know, what what the fuck else would you expect with a cooked mint like that? Mm -hmm. Um, So, yeah, that whole shit just pisses me off. And yeah, I just wanted to mention it because I'm pissed off, basically, (laughs) because it was such a shit show. Um, yeah, but not. So, did you see anything that would, other than the price being above mint? The price is about three x mint right now. Um, do you see any positive things about unveiled uh, Batman? Have you seen today? Um,
1: not really. Okay, <laughs> I mean, people are still like <laughs> clowning on it, I guess. Okay, um, it's just seen by its slowly dwindling floor price.
0: Yeah, I think someone maybe mentioned the listings going down, which is a bullish indicator. Um, but to the community's fucking it's a mess. If you go into the general chat right now, it is just constant fucking fud. Um, it's just a fucking mess. Yeah.
1: <laughs> but, yeah, no, bearish, very bearish.
0: And I'm mad because I I mean, it was one of my opportunities to like make some fucking money this week to make to, you know, multiply my Solana. I could've minted two of those motherfuckers, but no. But that being said, I was actually busy <laughs> while the shit was <laughs> selling out. But afterward when I found out that like I wouldn't have been able to mint anyway, that's when I really got pissed off. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I had I had to take my bunny into the vet yesterday to get surgery. Um so yeah, once I got back to the house was like right when my round was and I it just has something some other shit happened and then like I couldn't mint. So but the unveiled is just a shit show. Damn it. I keep like you know when you get stressed out and you like touch your forehead? I keep doing that. I keep touching the mic. <laughs> <laughs> the unveiled the unveiled is stressing me out. Um, right, we
1: better change subjects then. <laughs> <laughs> we better
0: change the subject. Um so we covered dust labs. So that's really uh and then yeah, we talked about J pal. That's what's hot this week. Um So since I'm so stressed out, I think now is a good time for a break. What do you think, Batman?
1: Yeah, no, it sounds good. All
0: right, let's do it wouldn't it be nice to be part of an alpha community whose main focus isn't to find exit liquidity for the owner and whomever else shills their bags to you? Well, that's exactly what you'll find at Cat's crypto peep show and our new VIP room in the discord is even more tuned in to bringing you the best crypto and NFT trading tips and info while also getting to know each other and improving all aspects of our lives, not only our financial situations. So check out the audition in the show notes and qualify for your OG VIP peep roll today. So, Batman, I have a question for you. All right, shoot. How do you get a hardcore crypto analyst off of your porch?
1: You pull the rug from under him,
0: (laughs) you pay him for the pizza.
1: Oh, okay.
0: (laughs) Okay, so. Not bad, not bad. (laughs) All right, let's move on to the week in review where Batman helps me to make sure that I don't forget anything. Um, So last week, immediately after the Peep cast, we uh, had our AMA with Dead Monkeys and Phase Protocol, which was very interesting. Dead Monkeys is a DAO that Batman and I are a part of. And Phase Protocol is their latest venture. It is a decentralized escrow for projects for uh, like NFT projects launching on Solana. And they have to meet certain benchmarks before their funds are released to them. Um, so the, the outcome that they're going for is to keep more liquidity in the ecosystem and not in the pockets of Ruggers and people who can't deliver on their promises. Um, so that was a, a really cool AMA. We learned a lot about both Dead Monkeys and FaZe Protocol during that. Mm-hmm. I had a giveaway for Outcast Academy, which is a Solana NFT coming up that is backed by Vayner Media. That is right, Gary Vaynerchuk. And if you missed out on that, you're whack. <laughs> um, they've been doing a lot of cool. Uh, marketing lately with like micro influencers and stuff on Twitter. The project is interesting. It's like a little experiment in itself. Um, so yeah, I did that. I had a giveaway, giveaway for Aptos Al- Alpha Alpacas. <laughs> that's hard to say. <laughs> um, that's an Aptos NFT. Aptos is an a, a incoming layer one blockchain that is like solana <laughs> um it's in testnet right now uh so i've been getting as many as many spots for as many aptos projects as i can so we can be ready for when the time comes to be able to mint and honestly you can mint stuff now i don't know how this works do you mint stuff on testnet or what do you have any um, idea what's going well, on
1: well their, their smart contracts should be hitting the main net if everything goes well either at the end of this month or sometime at the start of next Okay, but I have so, seen
0: like mints happening. So what the fuck is that? Is it testnet mints? Oh,
1: maybe it could just be testnet mints. Okay, um, and then maybe they're doing some airdrop when the official thing launches. I did not get any notification that their mainnet launched.
0: No, I haven't either. If I, that would be huge news to me.
1: Yeah, so maybe it's just people doing weird stuff on the testnet and then Must be. maybe doing airdrops down the line. I, I have no idea actually. <laughs>
0: I don't know. So i would be actually, I'll, I'll be getting more plugged in because I'm an official alpha caller on the Al the Aptos Bulls uh, Discord server, um, which hopefully will be good for the peep show being plugged in with all of the Aptos peeps. Oh yeah, no, I think for sure. I think that yeah. that
1: chain is definitely seeing a good amount of hype still. So, mm-hmm. and I think once it officially launches, you're going to have. Quite a bit of liquidity from the Solana market go over there.
0: Yeah, definitely from Solana, for sure. I had a giveaway for a rug. <laughs> Fe- feature Soul Crash turned out to be a rug, and I didn't mint, Batman didn't mint. I don't even think anyone really...
1: Oh, no, I, I did mint.
0: Oh, okay. um, <laughs> Take that back.
1: I max, I max minted that.
0: Oh, okay. Did, were you able to uh, sell? And...
1: Um, I think I sold one.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And then I'm back holding the rest.
0: <laughs> oh, okay. But it, well, it's
1: it's, it's uh, it was a fun experience. The thing is, though, like anyone that minted could have gotten out for I think a two x. Oh. But obviously, greed got the better of me. <laughs>
0: but ultimately, what did they say that their the mint link wasn't right and or wasn't yes. real and they got hacked or something? Yes. And so then they the, deleted the Discord
1: <laughs> afterward. Yeah. After they got a few mints on the fake link yeah that was probably like the dumbest way to go out (laughs) (laughs) because i mean the thing like so that fast like they could have made a lot on secondary markets
0: right yeah
1: they screw themselves over unless maybe they're behind a lot more rugs and they're they make more this way i don't know
0: maybe yeah maybe their rug experimentation (laughs) proved that they should do it this way and we just we don't know what we're doing as far as rugging
1: yeah no (laughs) we're (laughs) we're still novices
0: yeah yeah uh so yeah, sorry about that everyone. What oh I called I called uh Liz Truss Enu. So Liz Truss is the new prime minister of that whatever, England or whatever is over there. Um and I called the, oh that was that was not that great either. That didn't even go to X and then it died very promptly. I didn't even sell that. Like I'm still bag holding that fucking token. Liz Trust Enu. Um that was my uh push to get back into calling more things. <laughs> I felt like I had, I should, uh, I I felt like I needed to call the token, so I did. Um, but if you were smarter than me, then you could have got almost a 2X, because I called it at 8.2 K MCAP, and it went up to like 15 something, so. I called out a pre mint raffle for Ying Yang Gang, which is <laughs> by Shadow Labs. This is an Ethereum NFT. Mason Ghost is on the team. Uh, yeah, <laughs> so if you entered that, good luck. And this is
1: the same Shadow Labs that we were in a long time ago. What's that? I thought we were in like some Ethereum group called Shadow Labs. <laughs> or maybe not. <laughs> maybe I'm misremembering.
0: I don't know. We've
1: <laughs> I mean, we been in so many Ethereum groups and like like NFT yeah. groups. It's, they, they all like- Shadow
0: Labs it has got that ring to it. Like it sounds like completely generic in the crypto (laughs) space. (laughs) Um, So yeah, I don't know. Uh, It's it's very likely, but I'm not sure. I called out ABC cars, which is one of these ABC derivatives that we were talking about earlier, Solana NFT. And that went about 10 X. So that was good. Congratulations if you got into that. And then I had a giveaway for Doomsday Dummies, which may still be going on. I had to check up on that. It was a first come, first serve. They are some type of utility token on Solana. I can't remember exactly what their utility is. Um, But yeah, I I gave away for that. ABC Moon, which is another one of these ABC derivatives. And I called it at basically the top. So everything that I made... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I I sold it for about a 2X on the ABC cars, the thing that went about 10X. And then everything that I made, I pretty much gave back to this ABC moon. <laughs> <laughs>
1: this is the way.
0: Yeah. But uh, you, Batman, you fe- you heard about, did you mint ABC moon?
1: I did not mint ABC moon, but I did get in, I think at around, what was it? Like point 0.2, between point 0.2 and 0.28 soul. And then I just got out in the 0.3s.
0: Okay, and I was calling it right around point three was where I saw it and was like because yes. it was it was I think it, when I looked back at the chart I was like oh that wasn't really a good move but it felt like it was um kind of around where ABC Cars was starting out its like second leg up um but yeah it was it was not a great call but that's like like I was saying earlier you couldn't really tell like which one of these derivatives were going to do well <laughs> and which ones weren't um so yeah but at least I'm making more calls right.
1: Yeah, no, that's, that's good. <laughs>
0: yeah. Uh, and then we kind of came to where we are today. Am I forgetting anything, Batman? Um, I think
1: that is it. Did you mention Demigods? No. Because you did. Or I, th- I think, was that First Come, First Serve that closed out a couple days
0: ago? Oh, you're... Okay, so if you have entered demigods giveaway whether it was through me or someone else they opened up a new wallet collection that's what that was um so if you submitted your wallet before then you would need to do it again um they have a, a whitelist collection channel that's probably still going on um so yeah if you are whitelisted for demigods and you've submitted your wallet go back and check again and see if you need to resubmit it i feel
1: like them doing that makes me Extremely bearish on whatever they're building, because <laughs> that seems like a rookie mistake to make, right? Like, I wonder um, why they guys, did it. Just yeah, lost all your uh, whitelist addresses.
0: <laughs> the I will say the owner is the one that's been doing those. The builder, the buildors weekly spaces that I've been, um I spoke on one, and this week I didn't speak, but I'm planning to speak every Tuesday at 4 p.m. on these Twitter Spaces. Twitter Spaces at 4 p.m. Eastern. Um. He seems like a his heart is in the right place, at least. I mean, like, he's <laughs> he's a nice guy, and it's not really what I expected from him just looking at the project so far. So, um, I don't know. That's basically it, I guess. The owner's nice. But, yeah, this you know, stuff like that kind of makes you wonder, like, what are, we, what are you guys doing? Yeah, why right? would you make us submit our <laughs> wallets twice? Like, are you going to make sure everyone saw this? Like, make sure everyone sees that they have to submit their wallet twice. And that's why I let you guys know, because, you know, if you miss yeah, stuff like cool. that, it can be really disappointing
1: and they're building a tool for twitter spaces right the it's a super spaces ai
0: yes <laughs> <laughs> yes it's some it's the it analytics for twitter yeah, spaces
1: that's, I, th- I believe that's what it was um, yeah so
0: which mean, there isn't anything else cool. like that that i know of so that's pretty cool
1: yeah i mean i know there isn't i've, I've been wanting something like that but there no one's built it yet so i mean i mm-hmm. think that's pretty cool that they're doing that
0: yeah i do like their use case for yeah. sure. Definitely. It's a, it, you know what? I think they, they don't even have their uh, mint price listed before. Remember, we were like, God damn, this is going to be expensive. Because it was. It was like, what, three soul? Or like, it was expensive, whatever the fuck it was. But mm-hmm. now, when you go to the Discord, there's it's no TBD, mint price. Right? Yeah, there's Yeah. They don't have a mint. Uh, so maybe they're rethinking and kind of gauging as they go. There's no, like, it, it's still in the very early stages. There's I no mint like, date or anything.
1: I feel like... Um, It's definitely going to be lower than three soul because they did mention that in one of the announcements. I can't find it, but they were like, "Cool, yeah, we're increasing the supply to a thousand, and the new price is going to be less than three soul." Um, Wow,
0: that's low supply. I like that.
1: Yeah, I I think it was lower before, right?
0: Not sure. Well, I think you said they increase it, right? Yeah. So
1: yeah. So um, and I think it was like depending on the market, it's going to be less than whatever sold they said before.
0: Mm Mhm. That's Um, good. Oh, you're yeah, so yeah, doing I that, that right at least.
1: One yeah. thing is right.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Sorry, Demi gods, if you're hearing <laughs> this.
0: We love you, kind of. <laughs> um. So, yeah, that is the week in review. And so we can move on to what's coming up. And first thing on my list is Trippy Bunny Tribe Mint, which I did give out spots for. That is tomorrow i believe and so function is on the team of this ox function and he is really big into sense announce which he's also on the team of and i use sense in my um vip room if the the benefit of using of subscribing through sense alerts is you get alerts sent to your telegram um like discord alerts sent to your telegram in in dm like in a private message um Which makes it really easy for me, uh, you know, personally, to receive these notifications because there's so much fucking noise on Discord. It's so hard to keep up with uh, Discord notifications if you're in a lot of servers. So anyway, point being, he put out today that, yeah, the mint is tomorrow, and he put out the mint time. So, um, I won't call him out here, you know, uh, go to their, their server if you're whitelisted. Um, yeah, and happening tomorrow. Just wanted to mention that. Uh also coming up on Monday the twelfth, a few things. We have an AMA or we have a Twitter space with Sisyphus, who is an excellent Solana NFT caller. He's totally he's not totally under the radar. I mean, but he's got a small following and I wanted to give him a little platform, kind of pick his brain about how he does his research for calls because he makes Great calls. He he makes my calls better. <laughs> like I'm always looking out for what what Sisyphus has got his eyes on. So I'm really looking forward to talking with him. He's never done a Twitter Space before. Um, so Soul Swipe Mint is happening on Monday the 12th as well. That's some type of like Solana debit card or something. Um, I'm whitelisted for that, so I'm keeping an eye on it. And then there's Bit Warriors Mint, which I'm only mentioning it because we gave away whitelists for it. Um. That's happening yeah, on Monday, finally. Yeah, I don't finally. know how to feel
1: about that.
0: Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> um, I will have more information about that later, I guess. Um, do you know of anything else coming up, Batman? Um,
1: the Bunny one and Bit Wars were the only two that came up on my radar for this weekend, right? Cool,
0: yeah. So, with that being said, I guess we can wrap this up. Um, uh, so, yeah, give us a subscribe wherever you've been listening to us and we appreciate all of you who um may be listening to this recording out there um do you have any last words batman
1: no no last words from me
0: okay well an exciting week it was for sure it was packed so yeah thanks guys and we'll catch you next time yep peace This podcast was intended for entertainment purposes only. Nothing you heard should be considered professional financial advice. I'm very smart, savvy, and hilarious, but I'm not a licensed financial advisor. Crypto is highly volatile and a risky investment avenue, so never trade or invest with more than you can afford to lose, and always do your own research on projects, and or seek licensed professional guidance before making your own investment decisions. I always look into projects and attempt to only share the ones that look the safest to me, but even I get fooled sometimes. Please know that I will not be responsible for any losses you incur.
1: You pull the rug from under him?